back to the regular exclusive podcast with Jace and Renee. And you know what? Life has been real busy. There's a lot of good movies. There's a lot of really good TV going on right now. Yellow jackets. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Check us out on YouTube. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we decided that rather than focusing on a single movie today, we thought this was a good time. You know, we're almost halfway through the year. We should just talk about... really? No, we're not. Almost. We're in May. Stop it. Stop scaring me. Time doesn't (laughs) move that fast. Summer, like, kind of starts next month. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Continue. Sorry. So we thought this was a good opportunity to look back at the movies that have come out this year that we've enjoyed, and then also look at, really, everything else that we have coming coming in front of us next year and you know the rest of this year so let's just start with some of the 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 reports that have come out about you know new projects that are coming on first off i don't know how to totally feel about this because it's just they're they're really hit or miss but dodgeball reportedly is getting a sequel which i love dodgeball fucking sign me the hell up man (laughs) i don't know if i if i really need a a light you know a 20 year later dodgeball sequel, but I don't know. They haven't all been terrible, so it could be great. <laughs> I mean, I've been dying for a fucking dodgeball sequel, so I'm just ready for it, man. And it says that it came from an idea from Vince Vaughn. So I trust him. I think uh, that'll be good. Also, I miss seeing him in a lot of stuff. Whenever I see him now, I get very excited because there was a while where he was in fucking everything and yeah. it's been a minute. So I feel like I could really use I really enjoyed him in Freaky a couple years yeah. ago. And I just I could really I, I'd be I'd be excited about this. And Freak- if Ben Stiller's in it with him, too. Fuck. Yeah. Freaky is like the most recent thing I can think of that he's done. Yeah. And he's hilarious. He's like on the level of like Jack Black in Jumanji playing a teenage girl. He's like on that level Oof. in Freaky. I was I was very impressed. Well, I mean, the most important aspect of dodgeball that needs to come back is Lance Armstrong. Yeah. We, well, we need, how do we address that? Yeah, we, need, now it's... we need another motivational Lance Armstrong speech. Or I don't remember. how to, did we? Where did we land on him? Is he a hero or is he a villain? I don't remember because he lied about everything. He did never have cancer, right? No, he, he definitely lost a nut. Are you sure? Yeah. But no, he was doping the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Well... I don't know. I've just I don't care. I don't I don't care about him. I want Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn back together again. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, another thing that I know you were probably very excited about is Smile. It's getting a sequel. Fuck yeah. Which with my boy Kyle Gallner. He is I mean, because he is the one who sees her at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but he sees the smile on the main bitch. So he's next. So now this, I'm assuming, will be following him. Or they're going to do a prequel. No. The origin of the smile demon. We don't need that. (laughs) No, they're both already set to star in it. And the main girl, too. So, like, maybe he'll see her as, like, a spirit or some shit. Or she'll be fucking following him around smiling the whole time. Sounds good. like it's going to be terrifying. But I'm excited about that. I think smile was pretty good. Like, it wasn't groundbreaking, but... Yeah, it was it was a fun time. I was surprised it took this long for them to announce a sequel because it was a huge hit. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting on them to announce Scream 7. They haven't done that yet. And that 
is the most Scream Six is the most successful Scream movie. Yeah, and I'm, I'm shocked. And the uh, highest grossing horror movie this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Oh, for good reason. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm surprised. I thought that we'd be getting a lot more. I mean, they just announced the Pope's Exorcist was Jesus fucking getting a sequel. Christ. How on? How is that happening? How is that happening? Is the right question. I have no idea. And that movie just came out. Is anyone really? I mean, it's already like about to be on streaming. Like, there's no way that they. I don't know why they want to make another. They're going for the Conjuring, maybe, but I didn't see it. It didn't look like it could hold up to that. The the very few people I've heard talk about it, the the consensus is that it's a movie. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like it's a bare minimum fucking movie. I'm sure that Russell, without Russell Crowe, it would be atrocious. Yeah. I'm sure he's like one of the main parts that it works, but like if it does in any way, but yeah, that doesn't excite me. I'm surprised that they're like, yeah, let's do that. They're not like, huh, Scream 6, the most successful horror movie this year and all that. Like, let's not do a sequel. Like, what? <laughs> I Stupid. Think, I think this is a foreshadowing that the Exorcist movie that's coming out this year, mm. it's going to get a sequel for sure. If if the Isn't it a trilogy? He yeah. said it was a planned trilogy, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's been greenlit. I, don't I mean, know. They, give him, they gave him fucking three Halloween movies, so... <laughs> Who knows? I'm just saying. And they also just released, I think, the first trailer for that at uh, Comic or yeah, CinemaCon. And it was. Uh, I was about I think... to say, The Exorcist is not a comic book movie. <laughs> no, it's it's um it, it, for the CinemaCon, but they it's called Exorcist Believer, which mm. I don't know. I'm curious. I guess I'll still go see it probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the original. I'm just like, it seems like a weird thing to go back to, but they're kind of doing that all across the board. Um. Yeah. Which, oh. speaking of another one that just was announced uh, that I thought you would particularly enjoy was that they're going to do a reboot for Cliffhanger oh. with Stallone coming back. Sly. Sly <laughs> Stallone. And the director is the guy who does like who did like Angel Has Fallen. Oh, yeah. Is that exciting? I, I have no I'm, idea. About I'm, I am on board for this. I wasn't <laughs> that excited. But now that that director's on the board okay okay yeah i have no idea i've never seen those movies but it sounds like it just would fit i'm i'm sure it'll give me fucking nightmares if i see it then the old one still does so i still haven't got past that opening scene (laughs) so we'll see if i ever uh, watch that one The, the only way that i could be more hyped is if gerard butler is cast as the bad guy Maybe let, maybe let's do a little London is fallen cliffhanger crossover. Ooh. I, I don't know. But I don't know I any d- of those I just movies. Love Ger- I just love Gerard Butler. I'll I know any, you do. I'll watch anything with him. I mean, ever he, we first saw him in 300. That was like when, when we were in our prime and so was he. It was gorgeous. This is Sparta. <laughs> this is Sparta. Um, yeah, that'll be good. Also, I hope that the uh, the guy who is weirdly smiling at the opening death scene in Cliffhanger, I hope he reprises his role. If I he's... hope that guy's dead. Personally, <laughs> that guy really fucks that scene up for me. Makes it really even more unsettling. <laughs> I think I think I'm 
put that movie on with you back in high school because I wanted you to see that scene and just yeah. how funny it was. But then the whole opening scene, you were just having a panic attack from the high. It was so the we first did, panic We didn't attack. even get to it. Nope. <laughs> Never have gone back. I've tried to start that movie at least once or twice since then. <laughs> have not got past the opening. I know oh. the visual effects are dated, but fuck, <laughs> it still gets me, man. It's just one of those big, uh, you know, one of those horrifying fears I'll live <laughs> with forever. Uh, have, do you have any announcements? Anything that I missed? All right. And then so, yeah, one more thing that I have, and it's not necessarily like a sequel or whatever. It has to do with Marvel. But it's it's just recently. I mean, this has been going on for years. The Fantastic Four Dreamcasts from fans. But we're oh, getting yeah. really close to like an announcement. I'm assuming from what I've heard, it'll be at Comic-Con probably in July. But I mean, yeah. it's May. They've been fucking talking about this shit forever. <laughs> and people are now like there's strong rumors going around. So I would say the, there's one that's kind of nailed down for for all of them. And I think I've mentioned it to you, but that Adam Driver is like, they're really, I think they've offered him the part of Reed Richards, Mr. That, Fantastic. That's the only one that I've, I've heard is him. And how do you feel about that? Feel good. Seem, seems right. I fucking love Adam Driver. I kind of like John Krasinski, you know, but too old. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird to think. That's weird to say. I, I still just think of him as Jim, but yeah, I guess. No, he's too old now. <laughs> it's so how, upsetting. How old is Adam Driver? I'm sure he's probably around the same age, but he seems younger yeah. to me. Like, it doesn't matter what your age is. It's what you look. Okay. It is. That, Adam Driver. I mean, that's what they have to do. But yeah, I don't know. I just also think I was I was really not impressed with John Krasinski in his one scene in that <laughs> other movie. He really like soured the character for me. So <laughs> when I heard Adam Driver, I got very excited. So I, right. I was pretty excited about that. Uh, there's been a lot of exciting names that have been floating around for Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman. Uh, the first one that I had been hearing was Jodie Comer from uh, she was in Free Guy. She was in Killing Eve. She was in The Last Duel. Mm. I fucking love her. She's really great. I think she would be perfect. Um, and she was also in that The Last Duel with Adam Driver. They had good chemistry. Um, but the other name that was floated out that was like another rumor as supposedly, I don't know if these were in talks or whatever, but Kristen Bell, which I was like, I like her a lot. I do feel that would not work with Adam Driver. She would, she's half of his height if she's lucky. <laughs> but for just for blocking and shooting, that would be like, it would take a lot of extra work. It'd be like working on the fucking Hobbit movie. <laughs> you know? It, it, they would have to get the same like visual effects guy that Tom Cruise has. Exactly. Yeah, just, just to look normal. That's what I'm saying. But it'd be, I mean, it, it, I just feel like that would not work as well. Um, but then the newest one that everyone's saying has been offered is Margot Robbie. And I oh. find that very surprising since she's like also, you know, Harley Quinn and Barbie. I mean, she's just, I mean, honestly, she would be perfect for the Invisible Woman. I don't care. But does, does Margot Robbie ever not work? I don't think so. She's doing everything now. Good for her. She deserves it. She's yeah. incredible. I, I'm a little concerned for her. Like, take some time for yourself, girl. Like, I know. I mean, Emma Watson was just saying that she's finally going to get back into making movies because she took a break just for herself for a while. And I was like, good for you, man. I mean, I've missed her. But mm -hmm. and I would be very sad if Margot Robbie went away. But 
I think it'd be cool if she joined Marvel. I mean, these just those. I mean, imagine Adam Driver and Margot Robbie like that instantly. You're like, okay, I'm going to that movie. (laughs) Yeah, that that would be a really interesting pairing. I feel like I'm more on board with Margot Robbie than I am Adam Driver. I'm sure Adam Mm -hmm. Driver would be really good. Um, Just I really, really loved the 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 first guy who played. Yep. Him. I own Griffith. Griff, yeah. Crawford. Griffith. I don't know. He, he was, he was the, him and Chris Evans were the, and um, Michael Chiklis were the whole cast and just they, Galloway. They, they were all good. Those movies just were weird. But yeah, the casting was no, perfect. Those movies were great. Okay. I still love those movies. I got a soft spot for the <laughs> 2000s fucking Marvel movies, man. Don't get me started on Daredevil. I love that one with Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. But I I thought those two were really good. Um, I don't know. I'm sure. I don't think you've maybe even heard of this guy. But Paul Mescal is who's uh, in talks for. Oh, yeah. He was just nominated for Academy Award. Yes. He was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor. So that would be exciting. He's like going to be in the new Gladiator sequel as well with like all the fucking amazing actors right now. Um, so that would be what? cool. What's the budget going to be for this movie? That's what if I'm saying. Get the all cast people, alone. Like, <laughs> are they all taking pay cuts? I mean, God, God. Well, the writer strike just happened, so who knows if we'll ever even see this movie? Oh yeah, we're not getting this <laughs> till like 2040. So then we get to the thing, which is my favorite, because there's been some really weird guesses over the years of like, there's been some good ideas. Like Jason Siegel was like one that was going around for a long time. Oh yeah. He- he would be perfect. He's got the right physical comedy, I think. And you know who my dream you know who my dream casting is? Who? Danny fucking DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Interesting. And not, and not even trying to be comic book accurate, just him from Always Sunny. Like, and he's not even too old at this point. Just, yeah. He'd just be totally his, his voice in a f- totally CGI rock monster. It's <laughs> he all he wouldn't I want. even be a monster. He'd just be a little rock ball. <laughs> He'd just be a rock. <laughs> be like a baby golem. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're never going to guess. You are literally, you could guess all day. I'd give you 20 guesses and you'd never come close to who they, it was rumored that this person was going to play the thing. Now I'll give you a, the first thing that I learned was that it was a female. So I was like, interesting. There was like, apparently there's Jody been Foster. talks. No, <laughs> but wow. There's been a lot of talks that like, apparently Marvel wanted to have a female thing. Okay. And I was just like, Interesting. But the rumor was fucking Mila Kunis. And I was like, what? What? Why? So I I had to look it up why the fuck that was trending as like a thing. And it was because the director is Matt Shackman, who are Shakeman. I don't know how you say his last name. He directed a lot of episodes of It's Always Sunny. They're good friends. And they just went to lunch at a deli. And then the next day, everyone was saying that she was the thing. And I was like, but why the thing? Like, why wouldn't they say that she was fucking like the invisible woman? Why are they all like assuming that Mila Kunis? I mean, she's beautiful. Right. She's not like, oh, that's a rock monster if I've ever seen one. (laughs) So it would be interesting if they if they casted someone like Mila Kunis and then after the event, you know, it was like a totally CGI character, but like it was her, it was her voice. That would be an interesting character of like, oh, someone beautiful turned into this hideous thing. And there's no way that they're going to go practical with it. Like Michael, like they Chick- used to. Like Michael Chiklis had to sit in the chair for like 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like there's exactly. no way that they're going to do that before. No, they're running around in spandex and fucking dots all over their face, which <laughs> yeah. just sounds way better, honestly. 
But yeah, I just thought that that was really funny and worth talking about. I'm sure that we won't get an announcement on the casting for this until July. But like, I need it to happen sooner because I can't. I can't. I mean, I've seen a billion of these fucking throughout the years. And at least now it seems to be getting a little bit more focused. It was really all over the place for a long time. But I'm curious if they have like an A-list cast, though, that's going to be a huge deal for Marvel. Yeah. Not to say that they need it, but like they kind of need a good something right now. I mean, If they get all three of those people just off the budget alone and then the CGI budget, the thing is the person where they're going to be like, we'll get a not famous person to be the voice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it either way. People were shitting all over Ant-Man and I just watched that and I thought it was just delightful. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still have not seen that. I, uh, I, I'm waiting and waiting until it's on Disney Plus. I'm sure it's fine. I love the original Ant-Man. Yeah. You know, speaking of Marvel, do you hear about the the Blade announcement of who's joining the cast? Oh, you bet I did. Fucking Mia Goth. Mia She's got to be Goth. playing a fucking vampire. That's all I know. She looks the part already. It would be <laughs> a bummer if she wasn't a vampire. Right? At the very least, she would have to be a familiar. Yeah, like, she's something. She's, like she's pale. Someone who so craves to be a vampire. <laughs> I mean, she's just fucking got the look. It was A-plus casting and exciting to have her in a Marvel movie as well. From everything, it sounds like that this like blade is going to be great personally that's just what it sounds like i think blade probably has the biggest challenge um for a remake i mean other than spider-man you know like yeah people love the wesley snipes blade mm-hmm. like it i is, get it they're great it, it is a fun watch. That and opening sequence at the club with yeah. the blood raining down. God, I'll never forget that. That was incredible. And then you have Wesley Snipes just like badass motherfucker. The best, the best one liners ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's given Arnold a run for his money in those movies. Yeah. He's the best part of those. And like, yeah, to go. I mean, that when it, when I they announced it was Mahershal Ali. I was personally like, I was like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Like, that seems like a good replacement. Do you feel comfortable oh, with him? I love Mahershala. So yeah. I'm I'm totally on board with it. The big thing is, is whether or not it's rated R. I've heard that it's going to be. If they dumb it down to PG-13, I'm out. They won't do that. They can't. They really can't. <laughs> People would fucking riot. Same with Deadpool. I think yeah. they've announced that that's going to be R. They, I believe that they already announced this, but... Uh, did you hear who they just hired to like do rework the script and rewrite it? No. Um, Nick Pizzolatto, who cre- is the creator of True Detective and who wrote like seasons. I think he did. I think he wrote all of it, actually. Now that I think about it, the first three, at least. That that guy wrote all three of them. I think so. Yeah. Oh, because the first one is so much better than any of the others so it's shocking that it's the same guy <laughs> i think the third one's pretty good too and that one actually has mahershala ali in it but um i think he was really I, I think it was maybe just one of those things where like he had years probably to work on the first one and then mm-hmm. he had to come up with a sequel right away yeah that tends to be the case <laughs> but i think he's really talented i am excited about that i think because Mahershala Ali was like, I'll do this movie if I have come. I mean, he's basically being Tom Cruise on this thing. It will not go forward unless he's OK with it. And like, that's why they had to get a new director, get a new script. Like they're doing all this stuff. And I think 
that's going to be a good thing. They could use this shit like on more of their movies. If, if there's any movie that I want Marvel to get right, it's Blade. Me too. And Mia Goth plus Mahershala Ali, they're on their way, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking, though, of fucking Mia Goth, uh, did you see the first image released from Maxine? Oh, yeah. Blonde Maxine. And Halsey in the picture with her. I don't know if you noticed that. Yes. The, this the cast announcement for this movie, it's pretty stacked. You got mm-hmm. Juan Carlo Esposito, Michelle. Kevin fucking Bacon. The Bacon himself. The Bacon himself. Michelle Monaghan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Elizabeth Debicki. Is that Debecky. right? Debicki. I think I've the thing that I remember her from, I believe, is Tenant, which is interesting because yeah. I don't remember anything else about that movie. And then Lily Collins. I know the name. I can't think of what I know her from, but I know the name. Emily in Paris. That seems like something you probably would have watched. Of course, that's why I know it. No, I never watched Emily. Okay, in Paris. sorry. I, I'm you. T- okay. <laughs> I know I got some weird shows, but I haven't. Yeah, I dude. haven't made myself. Have, yeah, haven't made my way over to Emily in Paris yet. Okay. Well, excuse me. What were you talking <laughs> about? Like, P.S. I love you forever. Some stupid shit. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're thinking uh, never have I ever. There you go. That show slaps. It's new girl in high school. And don't judge it till you watch it. Me and the wife just started rewatching it. And it's great. Life is full. All right. Well, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> Don't hate just because you only watch things where people get decapitated. Or Okay. I'm just saying don't come at me when I mistake that you might have possibly watched something like that. Because you definitely always, I mean, you've even, you always tell me about how you love, love the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, dude, it's so seems good. the same fucking ballpark, dude. You know why? Because I'm open to, to watching new things and then determining after I've seen it. <laughs> Tell me that you love Emily and Paris without telling me that you love Emily and Paris. Fucking love. No, I know. You're defending yourself. <laughs> I know that you love it. It's okay. Uh, I'm going to watch it now just to spite you. God damn it. <laughs> you just made an Emily and Paris fan. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Collins, lots to talk about, clearly. <laughs> but yeah, Maxine, that one picture looks awesome. And I'm all in. <laughs> and I mean, the first thing that like really popped out to me, other than her hair, was this movie takes place in the 80s. And like this, this uh, picture just looks like it's going to be perfect and fitting in that time like you and i both love x and pearl Mm -hmm. because ty west just has this ability to make everything look exactly like the time period that it takes place like even the camera oh yeah no i know he's incredible so like i'm stoked to see him do that in with the 80s Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying man Give him any fucking time period. Give Let him do whatever he wants. This is incredible. Three movies in like, what, two to three years? That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if this comes out later this year, like it's supposedly supposed to, that's just crazy. This it, guy is so talented. Especially since we never saw it coming. Yeah, like, exactly. 
just out of the fucking blue. And then like, oh my God, we're getting a fucking sequel. And then now a fucking third one. I mean, if he announces a fourth one, I might literally blow up with excitement. I feel like he needs to start a new trilogy and go 90s, 2000s. Let's fucking 2010s. do it, 2010s. I want her as an old woman killing another younger version of her. Let's keep <laughs> Just... the cycle going, man. I'm all about it. Actually, you know, speaking of like exciting things this year, uh, I can't wait because I'm assuming we'll be getting it soon. But like they debuted the trailer for Wonka at CinemaCon mm. with Timothy Chalamet. And the big surprise that everyone was talking about was that Hugh Grant plays an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah, I heard and about I was like, that. What? That is, I did not, I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that he would do it. But everyone said he was incredible in like the, the like little bit that they saw of him at the very <laughs> end. And I'm just, I can't wait. All, all I've heard about uh, Willy Wonka is that either it's in the movie or completely separate, but he, uh, Timothy Chalamet swam in an actual pool of chocolate. I mean, yeah, they do that on every movie, right? <laughs> I don't know, but I was just like, this is a weird headline. I, I, I can, okay. I mean, I'm just getting excited picturing it. I think that's what they know is that we're going to be all just going, oh, man, can you picture that? Oh, it looks <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'd watch a movie with Timothy Chalamet just fucking swimming in chocolate for a few hours. Speaking of uh, the Shams, did you see the the trailer or the, sorry, the teaser? Yes. For Dune, Dune part two. For the teaser for the trailer that comes out tomorrow as we're filming this. I mean, sorry, we're not filming shit. We're not filming <laughs> Dune. Never mind. Go I ahead, mean, it's, it's a teaser. The only thing is, um, first off, Flo was, Miss Flo was not one of the faces that we saw. Yes, she was. Very she was? brief. Yes. I can't believe you didn't slow it down for her. She comes in first after like, I think they show after Timothy and Zendaya. Oh. And like, well, God, what is, I've never heard of more of a Sophie's choice than fucking Timothy Chalamet in Dune Part 2. How is he going to pick between Florence Pugh and Zendaya? There's no choice. What's the choice? It's Miss Flo. See, no but then a lot of people would feel Zendaya. And also uh, Zendaya is incredibly beautiful just as oh, much as she well. is she is beautiful for sure okay and she's mystical with she, the sparkly eyes in this movie that is true she's got that spice uh okay oh i see it now yep she's got like a whole head thing going she's on. like the arranged marriage okay and gotcha. her dad in the movie is supposedly christopher walken <laughs> and thank you for correcting me when we talked before recording um I thought that the Doctor Who guy was in this movie because the person at the end, he has a shaved head. He has no eyebrows. And Matt Smith is known for his, his lack of eyebrows. So I thought it was him. And you you corrected me. That's Austin Butler. So that's fucking Austin Butler. I'm really glad that I have not thought this whole time <laughs> that Doctor Who is in the Dune movie. Did he play Doctor Who? Or was oh, yeah. he just in the show? No, he was Doctor Who for a mm -hmm. for a while. To me, he will always be Damon Targaryen, and like I say that in the sexiest way possible. <laughs> just he is so fucking hot on that show. I can't get enough. Based off the Doctor Who logic, Damon Targaryen could actually be Doctor Who. I mean, fuck it, why not? <laughs> hey, that guy can fuck. That's all I know. <laughs> Family or not. All right. <laughs> 
Okay, good so transition. We, Let's see yeah. how you're going to transition from fucking incest to what? What are we talking about next? So speaking of Mario, um, <laughs> I guess yeah, there is that sequel where him and Luigi do it. <laughs> different Finally. company. Don't don't come at us, Nintendo. Um, so let's talk about the movies that have come out this year and some of the the top producing movies. Yeah, we haven't seen everything, um, but we have covered you know a good chunk of movies that have come out this year. But I mean, we have to start with with Mario Brothers. Number one, Fuck yeah, first billion dollar movie of the year. We're not counting Avatar. Um, that was last year. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this this seemed kind of like a lock to be a billion dollar movie. It has all yeah. the hype in the world. And nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And I can confirm I watched this movie when it was just fucking posted on Twitter <laughs> because I was like, fuck, yeah, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I would have watched it on repeat if it didn't get taken down. It was so good. I imagine if I had seen this in theaters, I probably would have seen it multiple times. I know I still could, but I've already seen it at home now. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> but like, it's really good. Like the nostalgia of it makes you feel so good. I'm not surprised. I would see this movie a few times. And also like, I hope Jack Black gets points on this like i hope he gets residuals on this movie because he alone is the marketing he's so good <laughs> he's so good but you know what was weird is that like everyone made such a big deal about fucking chris pratt playing mario and i have to say i thought he was great <laughs> <laughs> like i actually okay and this is just from someone who plays mario games all the time but I normally fucking hate Mario. I don't know <laughs> if that's like sacrilegious to say, but like, I'm just like, he's the most boring guy. Like I, most of the games you have to have him on your team or whatever, but mm -hmm. on this, like some other games where you don't have to, I'm like, I always play Luigi. Cause he's just better. I think in every way. And I, and I'm always like, Oh fuck peach too. And this movie, I, they made me like both of them, him and <laughs> Anya Taylor joy. They were both delightful. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. The entire reason that I want to see the movie is Jack Black being Bowser. When I saw oh, that he great. was casted as, as Bowser, I'm like, oh, I want to see this. That's all I need. Seth Rogen's great as Donkey Kong, but he's basically just Seth Rogen. But I like it was great. It, the, the Seth Rogen laugh really works for Donkey Kong, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It kind of works. But yeah, uh, the little Easter eggs and stuff. If you play Mario, like... I just feel like if you've ever played a Mario game, you'll very much enjoy yourself. Yeah, I feel like literally any Mario game, any even, if, even if it's only Mario Party. Literally, there's so many references. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I heard Luigi's not in it that much, which is a bummer because I love Charlie Day. But yeah, I'm going I'm yeah, to see it. It tracks with the games because like I would always be bummed because I'm like, man, I'm always fucking having to rescue Luigi. <laughs> I want to play Luigi. You eventually usually can, but like you have to go through the whole game as Mario first, usually. Yeah. So I'm always like, he's always getting captured, so it tracks. But yeah, more Charlie Day would be good. He was perfect for Luigi. Well, now, I mean, this, we already knew that it was going to lead to the success. And now it's a matter of what's the next Nintendo property. Like Nintendo bought a whole production, like animation studio for this because they will not relinquish any, any their IP to anyone. Smart. 
They're doing it like Marvel. They did it one time with Mario back in the 90s and never again. <laughs> Until now. They've gotten their shit together. They learned their fucking lesson. That's all that I think. And good for them. I want a Yoshi origin story. I want a Donkey Kong. I want more Donkey Kong content in general. I fucking love Donkey Kong. The The funny thing is that they're... I heard some some stuff about people's reaction to this and them being like, doesn't hail to the lore. And I'm like, what lore? What what lore was in this game other than Donkey Kong threw barrels at him? Like, and he does that, and it's <laughs> fucking magnificent. There's like the part when he's like, when Mario's training and going through like the thing and trying to do all the stuff that like you have to do on the games. It's just perfect because it makes fun of like. How fucking annoying those things can be. <laughs> and it's like he finally gets through it like all. And then he gets to like one section and he goes, woohoo, like he made the jump. And then he's on one of those things that like disappears once you stand on it. So yeah. then he dies. And I'm like, I've done that so many fucking times because I'm like, fucking made it. And I'm like, shit, I forgot about what comes next. <laughs> does does Chris Pratt do the the Mario scream? The wow. Yeah. And then there's a lot of times where like when it's uh slowed down and he's like it's a me <laughs> and like they do like the they have like a commercial for their plumbing business in new york at the beginnings and they have those accents but then the rest of the movie so then afterwards they're like were the accents too much like it's like it's a me mario and luigi and like all that stuff and then the rest of the movie they just talk normal they have a little bit of it but hmm. it's perfect it's the right amount i think it, it would be too distracting if it was just hella italian accents all over the place <laughs> uh, i i i love reading people freak out about adaptions so th this was entertaining i cannot wait for them to do like a zelda movie or metroid yeah i'm sure they will where there's like a lot of backstory and lore people are gonna lose their minds yeah people are getting mad about that and it's like they made a lot of the fucking decisions for Mario just because it was easier to like code the game that way. Like that's why they did those things. Like when they first created him, it wasn't like like they were crafting a fucking legend behind a character like a hero. It was just like let's make him red because that's the easiest color. <laughs> like, like let's fucking do it. You know, maybe uh, a ten-hour game uh, being adapted to a two-hour movie is not as easy as you might think. I will say, it's a tight 90 minutes, and that was perfect. Uh, love a tight 90. Love a tight 90, man. When I, I just watched Renfield, tight 90 as well, and I was like, whoo-hoo, love to see it. Granted, I would probably enjoy like 50 more minutes of the Mario movie, but, you know, <laughs> I'm willing to let it slide. It Don't probably worry. would overstay its welcome. At some we'll point. have we'll have twenty more years of Mario movies, but yeah, uh, fuck yeah. Spe speaking of tight nineties, uh, I just rewatched Sick. Oh Ooh, yeah, so good. I've been seeing a lot more people talk about that online. Going, how does people not like? Have people not seen this movie? You should watch it. I mean, like, yeah, it's incredible. It's so good. Uh, anyway, so. Next number two is Avatar: Way of Water. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. You said you like it. I haven't watched it yet. It's hilarious, and like I was shocked that like I I don't know they brought up a lot of the action and made it like more intense. But like it was like for anyone trying to claim that it was trying to be too intense or too serious, I'm like literally at the end of the motivational speech to someone is don't be a dick. <laughs> so it's like. 
I don't think they're really taking themselves that seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still a Paul Rudd movie at the core. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Number four is John Wick Chapter 4, which as a John Wick fan, um, it's John Wick just John Wicking for three hours, and it's awesome. I'm there. John Wicking sweat all over the fucking place. I I call I called it the Wickening. It it's Ew. it's pretty hardcore. Um, if you don't like John Wick movies, then probably don't see it. But if you if you do, then you're gonna have a good time. Then number five, we have Creed three. Uh, I really have been wanting to watch this, and I just haven't made my way to doing it because I still have to watch the second one. Isn't it on Prime? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's it's there, and I think that I think they're both on HBO. But I mm. loved the first one. I thought the I did not expect the first one to be good, and it and it slaps. So I need to get on it. Uh, number six, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I had no idea what the fuck you were about to say for a minute. I was like, Puss, what? <laughs> what fucking movie are you talking about? Puss in Boots. Okay. All right. Next movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to watch that one because I was just surprised at how at the response from it. It was like, this is like the third one and people love it. It was up for uh, the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess people did say good things about it. Speaking of Disney, just really fast. I forgot. I was going to tell you that I watched uh, Peter Pan and Wendy that just dropped on Disney plus. How was that? I loved it. Really? Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Peter Pan. I, you might not know that, but I fucking love the stories. I think it's because of the crocodile, Captain Hook, and it was like scary. Oh, I love Hook. Yeah, and I was really not sure how Jude Law would play Hook, but he was great. And fucking Jim Gaffigan was playing Smee, <laughs> and it was perfect. Oh, I didn't I, realize Jim Gaffigan is Smee. Okay, now I might have to check that out. <laughs> also, the girl who played Wendy was like fucking great, and I normally... That's usually my weak point in the movies. It's like the last reboot, which I was sadly like, oh, that was only like 10 years ago. You know, the Peter Pan movie. And then I looked it up. And it was like 2004. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> that fucking long ago. Jesus Christ. Oh, Anyways, recommend Peter Pan and Wendy. Number seven, uh, Scream 6. Fuck yeah. Listen to our episode of the podcast. And then number eight, Megan. Right there behind just barely behind Scream. I just rewatched Megan again. I, I think that's my favorite movie that, that I've watched this year. Wow. Have you rewatched or have you watched the unrated yet? Yeah, that's the one I, I watched. And I mean, it's essentially the same thing with a little bit more gore. I do like watching that kid get his ear ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty satisfying. Oh, Megan's just great. It, it, I, I, I just love it because it's, it's like a, a black mirror episode with a little bit more humor. It's, it's it just was very unexpected but um also this is a good chance to talk for a second about another horror franchise that's not in the uh top 10 it's uh tech, it's number 15 as of right now evil dead rise we both have not seen it we both agreed that the trailer was maybe the scariest trailer we've ever seen it was terrifying and the 2013 movie is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I watched that once and I don't remember much because I was drinking heavily and <laughs> I was looking the other way and I was talking to people and I was just shaking the whole time going, oh, my God, I can hear that. What's happening? <laughs> so I didn't look at anything. I think the last thing I had seen was the, the creepy ass vines going up the girl. <laughs> 
her leg. And I remembered that from the original with the fucking tree <laughs> rape. That was horrifying. So, yeah, I don't I don't remember anything. That movie just doesn't I, I don't I guess there's a bunch of people who love that kind of shit. I like the original three. Yeah, it's fun when it's old CGI, like old Stuff, practical effects and where like, it's like yeah. oh this definitely isn't real but practical effects have come a pretty long way yeah it's pretty upsetting when they look out how, how real and i'm like those are just like oh it's so gross on purpose and i'm like why would i want gross on purpose like there's certain things i get that like might be gross to normal to normal people probably and i'm like oh that's great but like for some reason the like the nasty shit in that one i think it was I, I seen the trailer of the the 2013 one was the razor blade on the tongue. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> I'm pretty far out on that. And this one, I'm like, the cheese grater on the leg is <laughs> yeah. what got me. I'm like, I don't think I can watch that. If they, I'm assuming they show it in the movie. It looks pretty fucking bloody. I just, this one does look like it's a little bit more fun. Yeah. So I can see why it's like people are liking it, but. People love the 2013 one. I'm just so not into that kind of vibe. Yeah, the 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 gore porn is as it's called. I I'm gonna see Evil Dead Rise. I don't know if I'm gonna see it in theaters, but I might. Um, just because I've been hearing it's really really good. But yeah, like there's some very bizarre movies in this gore porn category. Like years ago, it was just like hostile. Like it started with Saw the first one and so the first one's not even that gory all the other ones are but then hostel really took it up a notch and then it's just kind of been crazy ever since never liked the hostel movies and like human centipede might be where this thing climaxes uh, <laughs> as someone who, as someone who's seen human centipede and the, the sequels um, <laughs> yeah. come on be no. proud <laughs> i'm not proud <laughs> I need the studio to pay for therapy. Um, yeah, you probably would get off on Evil Dead Rise then if you could fucking handle three human centipedes. Just saying. There's a difference between handling and surviving. Yeah, that's <laughs> but true. I just watched two very crazy, gory movies, Terrifier and Terrifier 2. Yeah. And there's... There's a level of respect I have in that the first one was made for like $15,000 and the second one was made for like $35,000. Like they're crowdfunded movies, but like they're disgusting. I, it's incredible what you can do with practical effects nowadays. Like that's that, what I'm saying. That's the only reason that I could say like, maybe you should watch this. There's no story. Absolutely no plot. It's essentially the... The point of the movie is the same thing as Avatar Way of Water. Like Avatar is just a demo reel for Best Buy TVs. And this is. <laughs> I love that. That was amazing. Thank you. Terrifier and Terrifier 2 are just like, here's my highlight reels as a special effects artist. You yeah. should hire me for big that's... for bigger budget movies because look at what i did <laughs> yeah that's crazy see that's the thing i just don't that's not fun for me <laughs> i think it's also when i hear the, the specific type of the method of whatever they're doing the fact that they're skidding people a lot that's a big thing of his also that clown i'm noping the fuck out just looking at him <laughs> that guy is a nightmare and if i he... see him slicing people open and skinning them and and just doing the worst things imaginable i'll never unsee that okay 
I still am barely recovered from seeing a scene from the bug pit in fucking King Kong <laughs> 20 years ago. And that shit was PG-13. So, I, you know, I just got to be careful with this stuff. It really haunts me. Well, if we've learned anything about Cliffhanger, you don't let things go. I never let things go, Jace. And a good thing, because I learned that from Cliffhanger. If you <laughs> let go, you will fucking die. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, what you said of slicing people open and skinning, skinning them, that is the least amount of things that happen in those movies. Uh, see, and that's the thing. That's like that's where I think is the most extreme. And I'm like, it goes past that. Not surprised. <laughs> like i can't even imagine what that would be and that terrifies me <laughs> i mean i guess that's the fucking name of the movie so maybe it's doing its job but i'd be curious to hear from somebody who fucking loves that shit like uh, what do you get off on how is that enjoyable that's disgusting uh, don't you eat dinner when you watch movies or like eat something yeah, you can youtube it they're not very satisfying <laughs> there's clearly right. something wrong um <laughs> Uh, then uh, number nine, Dungeons and Dragons. Have not seen that, but I heard it's pretty good. The same guys who did Game Night, so I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah, Game Night. Great. Fucking rules. Now I'm definitely going to go see it. I didn't realize that. And then number 10, our baby, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. That yeah. shit is so good. It's, cocaine it's the, and the bear. <laughs> it's the best. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it does. Uh, then... For a movie we also did an episode on, uh, Knock at the Cabin is 17. Fuck yeah. Side note, uh, the Titanic re-release uh, is number 27 this year. That's a bit much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. James Cameron, get the fuck out. <laughs> Nobody cares. I know that they do, but I, I don't care. <laughs> get out of here. Let's wrap up with some of the movies that we're excited for that are coming out you know, this year, you know, with the next six or so months that we have. Uh, first off, wanted to just point out that as I was kind of looking at the movies that are coming out, um, I didn't realize this, but like at least 12 movies that are coming out this year that already have come out or are coming out are all franchises. I mean, that's what makes money right now. Like, it always made money, but I'm just like, Jesus, we have one for every month of the year. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like, maybe that's why I I love Megan so much. It's just like it's this totally original IP. I Give mean kind five of five more movies. Kind of original. I mean, it's it's essentially Chucky, but <laughs> mm -hmm. but still. But like, yeah, like totally weird thing came out in January and just crushed it. Also, on Megan, Megan and Evil Dead Rises have the same budget of $12 million, and Megan is crushed Evil Dead Rises. Why is everyone talking about Evil Dead Rises? It's Evil Dead Rise. That's maybe why is you're Googling it wrong. Okay, well, you know what? <laughs> I was raised by parents that add an S to things. It's like Fred Myers. <laughs> yep, totally. I've heard it multiple times. <laughs> uh, yeah, just was like, wow, there's a, a whole lot of stuff. I know, like, but like I, a... I I wonder, do you have anything original on your list? <laughs> like, I was just trying to think of, like, do I only have franchise <laughs> stuff that I'm excited about, too, now that you pointed that out? 
That'd be bad if I was like, can you believe this? And then, I'm really excited for Guardians 3. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say am, that's but... top of the list, though. I mean, it's going to be great. And I think we can give it a pass, even though it's like Marvel. But it's like James Gunn, Swan Song. It's going to be good. There's nothing wrong with franchises. We all love franchise and franchises, and we know that because that's why they're really successful. But it was just funny. I was like, wow, there's, there's a lot. There's one franchise that I'm excited that's coming back. And uh, I don't know if you've heard all the details about it, but Insidious, The Red Door. Mm-hmm. And that's directed by Patrick Wilson, starring Patrick Wilson. And it has the original cast back from like hit the rest of the family and like the kid grown up. And it's like the kid doesn't remember it. And it's like they have to go back through the red door or some shit. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. But I think that's what the trailer was about. It looks fucking good. I don't think I saw any of them after the first one. Really? You didn't see the second one? I know James Wan did the second one, but no, I don't think I saw it. Okay, so Lee Winnell did the story for the new one, too. Um, And then Patrick Wilson's directing. So I'm just excited about that. It's got the family back. It looks like it's picking up on their whole story, which is, I think, because I think Insidious 3, I think, is when it maybe goes off more along the woman who's like the medium and Mm. like her character. It might be like a prequel, Mm. but um, I forget. But the first two are really good. Gotcha. So I'm excited that he's coming back. I guess that's a franchise now, but it seems like one of the cool franchises you can root for, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's not a multi a multi you know cinematic universe situation. I mean, I'm still just as excited as the little about the little mermaid, okay? Like I <laughs> I will be very pumped to see that movie. I'm not hating. I, I was pumped for John Wick 4 and I'm pumped for all the spinoffs. I'm pumped for the Peacock show that's coming out later this year. So like, I'm not throwing shade. Just Are you pumped for The Little Mermaid? I thought that's where you're going with that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a weird, weird thing for me to be pumped for. But as you <laughs> pointed out, I do like weird, random stuff. Emily in Paris is top of your list. So Little, just Mermaid, Little Mermaid, number two. I might be shouting from the rooftops for Little oh, Mermaid. <laughs> Here's one that's good and not franchise related is Killers of the Flower Moon. The new Scorsese movie. You got fucking Leo DiCaprio. Mm. And uh, what's his face? Why can't I think of his name? Who's married to uh, fucking Kirsten Dunst? He was in Game Night, the cop. Oh, the guy in that new HBO show. Um, yeah, what the fuck is it? Jesse Plemons? There Thank we God. go. I didn't even look it up. That was really going to bug me. Um, <laughs> people were like, what the fuck? How is this guy getting parts in prestige shit? And I'm like, because he's a great fucking actor. Yeah. Who are you to question him? <laughs> but I think. <laughs> someone said that he was like the love child of like Philip Seymour Hoffman and Matt Damon. And I was like, yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like just too perfect. Oh my God. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, that's exactly what he is, but I don't know. I'm excited about that movie. They just finally released some new pictures from it. That'll be really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. That, that looks good. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised how excited I am for Barbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, see? like Oppenheimer. I'm like, that'll be cool. Barbie. I'm like, let's do it. This is why I thought Emily of uh, Emily in Paris <laughs> might be one of your favorite shows of all time. I'm sorry, excuse me, but you can see where I'd get mixed up. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> that 
I break norms. Don't be sorry, but don't get mad when I assume that you might like something that sounds very similar to these things. For me, I'm like, oh, 65. Once that comes to, to fucking Peacock, I'm going to watch the shit out of that. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that to come to Peacock. I heard it's okay, but... Well, I mean, I know one movie that... Uh, that a superhero movie that uh, my wife might actually go see is uh, Craven the Hunter because really? she is in love with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Like that was pretty sexy. That was all she talked about when we watched Bullet Train. She's like, oh, my God. God, his accent in that movie. I'll never get over it. The stash. The stash. He's so sexy. Like, I love to be kick ass, but like, fuck, he was so hot in Bullet Train. Like that. Made, he made that movie just so good. I mean, that movie was fun, but fucking a god that guy is sexy as hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's funny there's there's not as many movies that are coming out that i'm like really excited for for the rest of this year like those ones that we just listed like yeah i'm excited to see those but like i feel like uh maybe you just haven't heard enough about it yet but i feel like you know december is like when oscar movies Mm -hmm. make their move yeah, we'll have a better idea of that as the year. There'll be surprises and like random shit. Remember, like this time last year, we probably like that was just when fucking uh, everything everywhere was like had just been out and was like huge. Yeah, well, everything everywhere is the weird one because it came out right after the Oscars and then just was the front runner for yeah the whole year. But you know what else looks good? I'll give you a couple since All you're right. missing a few. I'll give you three last ones for like horror Saw related. 10. No, <laughs> but maybe. I mean, God, I still I quit after five when I did that rewatch. When I saw that it's called Saw X, I was like, wait, so are the other ones not spinoffs anymore? Are they are they now just Saw <laughs> eight nine? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember. I, I've lost track of those. I do. I did rewatch uh, the other one, the spiral, and I, I yep. still enjoy that one. But but no, no, no. Um, the Meg 2, the trench. That sounds you're, pretty good. You're excited for that. I enjoyed the first one. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. And Jason Statham was fun and like good shark action. A lot of oh. Jaws callbacks. I'm satisfied easily, Jace. You showed me The Mummy with Tom Cruise, and now a lot of movies will just pass by. And I'm like, that was pretty incredible. That's that's your Emily in Paris. It is. No. I, God, I, mean, no. I, I lowered your bar so low did. with The Mummy. Now I like things like Meg. I'm, like, I'm excited about Meg 2, The Trench. <laughs> However, okay, what about um, for VHS 85? A new one. I believe that'll be coming out around Halloween again. I, I this is the first time hearing of it. So cool. Oh, the, you! The I la- just thought we liked the VHS movies. I I liked the last one. That There's one. always at least one or two good bits in yeah. every single one. I think. I think I've only seen the first one and then the last one. Well, that's your problem. You need to see all the other ones. They've all at least got like one really good standout. And then like some of the others are not that great. But like overall, it's just like I think those are fun and original like stories and like new up and coming filmmakers. I always enjoyed those movies. Okay, Plus, what I'm a big anthology else? fan. What else? Stephen King's The Boogeyman. Oh, I am excited for that. That looks really good. That's the same writer as Megan, right? Um, uh, no, it's the guys who did A Quiet Place, I think. Oh, 
I believe it's them. It could be. Oh, no. Akila Cooper might have like consulted with them on the script. I believe she was like um, a consulting writer at some point or contributing at some point. Mm. But but yeah, I think it's mainly from the guys who did the A Quiet Place. Okay. And 65 and uh, Haunt. So anyways, those are some good horror movies. I feel like we'll we'll see more like exciting stuff coming out, but. Overall, not as exciting as last year, but I mean, I guess it's not even halfway over. I mean, last year was an was an an incredible year. We'll be talking about twenty twenty two for horror movies for a long time. But all right, that's this year in that's this year in review and looking forward. See you next year. (laughs) We're done. everyone hope that you enjoyed hearing us just ramble about all things movie news announcements related etc ramble rant whatever you want yeah hey all i know is that we did that one take you know just no effort just hit play and go yeah that sounds good we didn't put any effort into this everybody yeah minimal effort maximum outcome that's what we're going for (laughs) there you go well for uh next week's episode we have really been enjoying all of this jack black attention that we've been getting from the the mario we've been getting everyone we (laughs) as as a collective regular exclusive okay i was like uh wait you mean us as the podcast we haven't talked about him the personal content that jack black has been sending me yeah i've really been enjoying it that makes sense (laughs) um we've really been enjoying all this stuff from the super mario brothers so we decided this is the perfect excuse to go back and revisit what i remember as being the start of the jack black assaults Ooh, nice. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Fuck yeah, baby. And then we're also going to probably dabble a little bit into the sequel, which is... What is that one called? The Next Level. All right, okay. Yeah, because now it's it's a different level, so now they had to put that in the title. It's not the same level. It's the next level. It works because it's like it's next level, but it's also like a video game, so... There you go. There you go. So... If you want, you can also watch the Robin Williams one, but we're not talking about that one. But we'll it's, still probably maybe, we'll, we'll bring probably it up. dabble in that a little bit because it's that good. It. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> love that movie. But yeah, if you want to watch the sequel, the next level, it's on Stars, and the the first one, Welcome to the Jungle, is on Hulu. Good to know. Well, if I, you're watching it, I, I mean, unless you own that, so. <laughs> Which you should. Those movies are great. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. But like, in case you want to like save some bucks, fucking, <laughs> you might already have it on subscription. Um, so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I remember those movies being great. Fuck yeah, they are. Uh, until then, though, um, if you're watching Yellow Jackets, we are getting into the thick of it. Uh, Literally this week. The YouTube, the YouTube recaps. Uh, we're not doing recaps. Sorry, sorry. We're not doing recaps. The YouTube uh, discussions, uh, theories are popping off left yep. and right. So we're getting Too into many. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. Anything Anything I'm missing? No, just uh, join us on YouTube in the meantime. But until then, 
We'll see you next time on the regular exclusive podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We're out here.